Hi, everyone. This is Dean Crisp. Great to be back in the podcast booth. Believe it or not, this is number 50. Wow, we're so excited we're at number 50. This is a special three-part series on how do you get the most out of your day. I'm going to talk about in the first part, how do you get the most out of you, yourself, and then how do you get the most out of others, and then how do you get the most out of the organization and your team. As we always say, set back, turn up the volume, get ready to change your life. Hi, I'm Dean Chris. Welcome to Straight Talk on Leadership. This is what we'd like to say is the no BS zone, where we give you leadership tips, ideas, and practical suggestions to help you become a top leadership performer. Our goal is simple, help you become the best version of yourself and reach your highest potential as a leader. So sit back, turn up the volume, be ready to change your life. Hi, everybody. Dean Chris back in the podcast booth, folks. Thank you so much for all of your support. Thank you for the so many phone calls this week and texts that I got from people that were glad that we got back into the podcast booth and we continued our podcast series forward. We weren't going to stop our podcast. We just had some family issues, as I told you in my last podcast, that I unfortunately lost my father, had him for all of my life. He was 87 years old. And so we took a break for a couple of weeks to kind of mentally get ourselves back in the game and kind of deal with all the issues, as you can imagine, that goes with that. And so what a pleasure to be back with you today. And I want to thank all of you, my friends, the colleagues, the podcast land folks for sending me these great texts and these emails about you're so glad we're back moving full steam ahead. Can you believe it? Like I said earlier, this number 50. My, my goodness, when we started these things out, I was really unsure about how long we were going to be doing them. And I thought, before you know it, we're going to run out of topics. But guess what? These topics just keep growing and growing and growing. And there's no way that we run out of these topics. Today's going to be a really exciting podcast. We're going to talk about, and this is going to be the first of a three-part series where I'm going to be talking about how to get the most out of your day. A lot of times when I go and I'm out speaking, people ask me, well, how do you get the most out of your day? And you know, when I was thinking about that and reflecting upon that, that's really not a simple question. And and we think that there's just one thing that we need to do to get the most out of our day. You know, I wish that was true. And I wish that was true in leadership, that there was just one thing I could tell you that would all of a sudden just give you a magic pill or a a, a magic kind of recipe, if you will, to make you the best leader possible. But it takes a number of things to be the best leader that you can. But it takes a number of things to really capture the best or how do you have your best day. So we're going to talk about, as I said, three parts, how to be the best you, how do you get the most out of others in your day, and then how do we get the most out of the team and our organization. So folks, here we go. We're going to talk about today, specifically in this podcast, is how do you get the most out of yourself during the day? And, you know, I I think about that a lot because I travel a lot. And I'm on the road and uh, I go in front of many, many people, uh, hundreds at a time, uh, sometimes thousands, and but mostly do uh, classroom work where I've got anywhere from 25 to 50, depending on the class. And, you know, it, it's very hard to be up every day, you know, 
and be at your best. It's hard when you travel. It's hard when you go to work. It's hard. Work causes a number of issues for us, but I don't consider what I do work. I really love what I do, and I consider it being part of my purpose in life, which really helps me get the most of my day. But I see a lot of people who struggle with the day. The, they get they got good intentions. Now, it doesn't mean that they don't want to be the best that they can be. It just means that they kind of struggle, uh, and, and they struggle really getting the most out of that day. And before they know it, they're doing exactly the same things that they did the day before. Uh, and then, you know, as Einstein has said or has been credited with saying, insanity is doing the same things you do and then expecting different results. Well, if you're going to really seize the day, if, and, and, you know, we've heard that thing, it's kind of one of those cliche kind of things that uh, talk about uh, carpe diem, you know, seize the day. And when I was talking to folks and kind of had some people mention to me, well, how do you get the most out of your day? It really made me think, well, how do I do that? And how, how do I get the most out of my day? And so I started looking into it a little bit and I started putting down some notes. And before you knew it, I had this three-part series mapped out on how do you get the most out of your day? Folks, I think there's three ways you get the most out of your day. First, you got to understand that it's about you, meaning that you'll never get the most out of your day until you understand you have responsibilities yourself to get the most out of yourself. Now, a lot of us blame others and a lot of us blame circumstances. We blame our job. We don't like what we're doing. We, we got all kinds of things we blame for really what happens to us during the day. But honestly, we have a really big impact on ourselves to get the most out of our day. We can really impact ourselves by some of the stuff we're doing. And so when I thought about that, I thought, all right, so you impact yourself and then how do we impact others? So most of us do not work in a bubble where we work by ourselves. So we have to count on other people. We have to count getting the most out of them or getting the best from them. And so the second part of the series is going to be spent. How do I get the most out of the people I work with? How do I get people that work around me and how do I get the most out of them? So that's what the second uh, part of the series is going to be on. And the third part of the series on how do I get the best out of my team? Like organizationally, how do I get the best out of my organization? So, you know, that's some challenging things. I and mean, when you think about it, getting the best out of yourself is just not a solo performance. There are many factors in getting the most out of yourself. Keeping in mind that there's kind of these three parts to getting the most out of your day. So let's start with yourself and let's get right into the subject matter. The first thing I want to say is right up front, I want you to, without question, I want you to take this and really think for a second, and I want you to ponder on this. Here it is, folks. There is no perfect day. Now, wow. You know, all of us are thinking, well, we want these days to be perfect. We want them to be, uh, you know, successful. We want them to be productive. We want to get a lot done. We want to have fun. We want to have these. But, you know, most of us do things in our job and are going to be around circumstances that it's just not going to be perfect. So let's set the tone right up front and tell you there are no perfect days. So stop trying for the perfect day. But I, what I will tell you is, is there are days that you can make better than others if you just do some things that help you make the most of every single day. Now, on some of these things we're going to talk about, you're going to say, 
well, that's pretty simple. Or, you know, how does that make my day better? But the way I want you to look at this is there's not one single thing in these things I'm going to give you that's going to give you these ultimate like results. It's a combination of these things. They're going to help you build one upon the other. It's kind of like, you know, going to the gym and exercising and doing like, you know, 500 bench presses. Well, I mean, that's really not going to have an impact. You might, you know, kind of be sore the next day, but you're not going to see anything. There's just not one thing you're going to be able to do. So it's a combination of things. All right. So what I want you to do is, is the first thing I want you to do is think about how do we get up in the morning? So the first thing I want you to do is think about, I want you to set your alarm clocks so that you can give yourself time to get up and to get ready without being rushed. Now, one of the things you, you, that might sound just simple as it can be. And you might say, well, you know, I knew that, but no, no, no. Listen, when we're rushed in the mornings, we begin to create these, or we can begin to produce these chemicals that generally get us in kind of an anxious mode. And then before we know it, we're rushing around. Our shower is quicker. Uh, getting ourselves ready is quicker. Everything is rush, 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 rush. And you're really not setting yourself up to have a good day if you're rushing around in the morning trying to get yourself ready. So it's kind of like you really have to understand the science, the neuroscience behind the morning and kind of how it works. Now, I'm not an expert on neuroscience by any stretch of imagination, but I have read a great deal about it. And I've tried to pay attention to the importance of how this affects your overall day. So I want you to set your alarm clock so that it's early enough to work in yourself getting ready without being totally rushed. So that's one. Now, number two is you have to begin to kind of get your mind, body, spirit kind of together. And this may sound foolish, but as soon as you get up, you need to find a way to drink about 12 ounces of water. Now, why should you drink 12 ounces of water? Well, because if you think about it, the last drink of water you had was probably about 10 hours ago or eight hours ago. And that's a long time for your body to not be hydrated. So you've got to get yourself to feeling kind of good. And you would be surprised at how hydrating yourself will really kind of help you. So we've got to kind of start getting ourselves to where when you think about it in the morning, you're kind of a mind, body, and spirit. So you've got to get your body feeling good and you've got to get your mind in cooperation, and then you've got to be calm enough to start thinking about how your day's going to be. A lot of times, if you go to work and you're not feeling good, or you haven't, you've been rushed going to work, or you've just had all these things happen to you, well, the morning's going to be terrible because you're not giving yourself a chance to really get the most out of your day. So you have to think about that. Now, as soon as you get the water, I want you to begin to start thinking about your mindset. And mindset is so key to how we face our day. Now, if you look at Carol Dweck's work on mindset, what is mindset? It's our current state of thought based upon expectations. Now, our par paradigm, which is the lens in which we view the world from, 
is kind of our overall view of how we see things. But your mindset is kind of how you see things now, like this second. And you would be surprised at how simple things can affect your mindset to the point to where it can ruin your day, ruin your moment, ruin that period of time just because your mindset changes. So what we want to do is we want to start begin to think about, is this going to be a day where I'm going to get the most out of the day or is it going to be just another day where I have to put up with all this office bullshit, dealing with all these people I really don't want to deal with, facing all these problems that just are just the same thing as they were yesterday. Well, a lot of reasons why things are exactly like they were yesterday is because of you. Because you've got yourself into these habits where, number one, you're expecting tomorrow or today to be as sucky as yesterday was. So how do we change that? We think about our mindset. Think about it for a second. I want to ask yourself this question. Now, let's imagine that it's Monday morning and you've had the weekend off or imagine it's your, you know, the week, the couple of days you've had off and now's your first day back to work. I guarantee you that most of us in the mornings when we hit, when that alarm button hits and we wake up, one of the first things we say is dang, or we, we say even damn, or we say, oh my God, here we go. I do not want to get out of this bed. Well, why don't you think you want to get out of the bed? Well, not because it is maybe because it's comfortable, it's warm, you're laying next to your partner. I mean, all those things. But the reality is that you're you're at rest and you're actually in recovery mode when you're in the bed. So your body does not want to get up and like go face the day. So you got to start taking it on first thing in the morning. You have to literally begin battling with your brain to get yourself ready for your day. It's just not magically going to be a great day. So you have to think about what's my mindset. All right. So when you think about your mindset, is it a growth, which means you see opportunities? It means that you're looking forward to the challenges of the day. Yes, you know that you just had a great weekend, but am I going to work to make it the best that I can possibly make? Or tomorrow or today is just like yesterday. It's going to be another sucky day. I don't like the people I work with. I don't like what I'm doing, yada, 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 yada. You definitely have to change and focus on your mindset. You got two choices when you hate your job or hate your day. You either change your mindset or change your job. And a lot of times we can't change our job. So it's easier to kind of think about stop, you know, adjusting our mindset. So what are we thinking first thing in the morning? Now, the next thing, number four. What you say to yourself has a major impact on your day. And, you know, I I used to teach uh, Stephen Covey, Seven Habits, Highly Effective People. And I really enjoyed teaching that. But the one thing I wish that I would have learned from Stephen Covey was when I was working in in the world as a police chief or whatever it was. I used to wake up every single day and say, this is what I have to do. Yeah, I have to go to work and I got to get this done. Now, I have to get this report in. I have to get this filed. I have to get this done. I have to get that done. Well, let's be honest, folks. You want to be really honest. Let's let's go to the core, the bottom, the deep issue of this. You don't have to do anything. Now, you'll suffer consequences for not doing anything, but there's nobody going to hold a gun to your head. There's nobody going to make you do these things. You know, in reality, you do them as part of your job. So let's look at them a little bit differently. So instead of saying what I have to do tomorrow, say what I choose to do. All right, today, uh, I choose that I'm going to do this. I choose to go to this meeting. 
If you look at every meeting you attend as something you don't want to be there, your mindset, your your talk, your negative talk to yourself is just way off the charts. So think about this. I want you to draw this up in your mind. And if you got a pencil down, you're taking notes during this kind of uh, this podcast, I want you to think about it. I want you to put the words ST, which stands for self-talk. And then I want you to draw an arrow to the right and put SI, which is self-image. And then I want you to draw an arrow down towards the bottom, like, and then I want you to put P-R-E-F, which is performance. So then I want you to put an arrow that it connects back again to self-talk. So you've got this cyclical, imagine this circle, and you've got self-talk, self-image, performance. Guess what? Generally, what gets done during the day is what we tell ourselves we get done. So generally, how we view ourselves is what we say to ourselves. So if we have a really negative self-talk, then it's going to impact how we see ourselves or how we see our circumstances and then negatively impact our performance. So imagine this. When I say I can't do it, guarantee you the second you can't do it, you don't perform, you'll say, uh, see, I told you I couldn't. You've got to get your self-talk in order. No question about it. Number five, if you work out, please do. So find time during the week to do a physical activity that's going to help your body begin to cope with stress. Now, I've been working out my entire life, and if you don't work out, I get it. But if you do work out, here's where you insert your workout. And when you insert your workout, you'll see you've already got your mindset. You might not have wanted to go to workout, but now you do. So if you work out, so insert workout right there. Now, if you don't work out, then let's go to number six. And number six is you got to get some nutrition on board. You cannot go to work hungry. Your brain is run on sugar or glucose. And that's one of those main things uh, that really helps your body. Now, I'm not telling you to go get a sugar donut. I'm not telling you to go get something sweet like a Pop-Tart. What I am telling you is get something on board of substance like protein. Like if it's just a boiled egg or if it's just you know a piece of toast and boiled egg. You've got to get your body refueled. Now, you drank the water earlier, but now you're getting your body refueled. Now, why do I tell you this? I'm telling you this because there's not a secret pill that's going to help you if you feel bad. There's not something that's going to help you concentrate if your mind and your body is craving food. It's just not going to happen. So refuel yourself right here. Now, Let's talk about what we generally do as we begin to get ready. Now, let's fast forward to what a lot of us do. Now, this is number seven, but it could be number one because I guarantee you a lot of you do this. When you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is freaking reach for your phone and start reading stuff that people have sent you. Resist doing that. Do not read these emails and this work-related stuff until you're ready. Because if you read it and you deal with it before you're ready, you will throw your body already behind the curve. So think about this for a second. Imagine if you were in a race. If you were in a race, you want to get a head start. By reading these things so early that you already make your day bad, you're going to be four, five, ten steps behind. So in other words, everything you're going to try to do to get yourself ahead of the game, 
and prepare yourself for a good day is going to be killed by reading really nasty stuff in the morning very early. So if you can, resist reading that stuff until you're ready. Now, I know some of you are going to say, I'm in these high-powered jobs, and I got all this responsibility, and I got this 24-7. Listen, if it's bad enough, they're going to call you. If they send you a text or an email, generally most people are, now, please don't take this wrong by these people, man, but they're trying to ruin your day anyway because their day has already been ruined, so they want to ruin yours. So what they'll do is send you a text, send you an email, and they expect you to fire that off right away and you're not ready. What I'm telling you is don't get yourself in trouble, but look at those things and when you're ready to respond to them and deal with them, deal with them. Just resist firing that stuff right away. Now think about it a minute. When you deal with these things, you have a choice every time you deal with one of these texts or emails or whatever. You can either react to it or you can respond to it. So what I'm telling you is respond when you're ready. Don't react when you're not ready because you're generally going to fire off something that you're going to have to apologize for or you're going to fire off something that's going to cause it to be worse. Just resist doing that. Listen, one good response is worth a hundred reactions. One good response from you is worth a hundred quick reactions. So think about that. Number eight. Now, we've had something to eat. We've got our mind ready. We've thought about our growth mindset. We've exercised or we've prepared all these things. And what I want you to understand that it's kind of like you have to start pacing yourself, if you will, to to handle your day and get the most out of it. If you're constantly in a hurry up mode, if you're constantly behind the eight ball, it's just going to be a problem all day long. So what I want you to do is to start pacing yourself now. So you don't read that email. You wait till you're ready. You're you're getting a pace about your preparation for going uh, to work. Think about this for a moment. And I'm going to combine eight and nine here together. I want you to pace yourself. But let me give you the reason I want you to pace yourself in number nine. Think about this for a second. All of us know or have heard of or have seen on TV or have actually you know, seeing these guys and gals perform professional athletes. Like, let's just talk about some of the top ones. You know, uh, LeBron James, or you're talking about Aaron Rodgers, you're talking about Dak Prescott, you talk about some of these other athletes and Major League Baseball players, What, whatever it is. None of these athletes go directly onto the court and start the game and start shooting jump shots. None of them. All of them get themselves ready before they perform. So, Learn from professional athletes. Don't just walk into a meeting before you've got your mindset right. Don't just answer a phone call. And I know you've got these emergent situations, and I'm not talking about emergent situations where you've got to respond. I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is where you can have a steady response and a steady way to control yourself and to get yourself ready. Think about it. Take this from professional athletes. Get yourself ready before you start dealing with these issues. Now, I'll give you a good example. How many of you have ever went to a meeting and you have promised yourself that you're not going to say anything, and then the second somebody says something stupid, you're saying something stupid right behind it? Or the second somebody starts saying this, then you're reacting to that, and you're not ready for the meeting. How many of you have gotten right out of a car and went straight into a meeting? How many of you have 
picked up the phone when you said, I need a minute before I need to answer that. Or you've thought about calling this person instead of before you're ready to talk to them, you just dial their number. And before you know it, you're in the middle of a conversation that's totally way off base from what you were talking about or wanted to talk about. And now you're dealing with issues, emotions and all that crap. So take something from professional athletes and get yourself ready before you start dealing with these tough issues at work. So you really have to make sure that yourself that you're ready to deal with these issues. I wish I would have done that much more in my career. I guarantee you I would have made more progress and had a better day than just trying to deal with that. Now, number 10, don't deal with really, really, really tough stuff early, early, early in the morning. You're just not ready. Everybody's not ready. Don't let them force really tough issues on you. Take a moment to prepare just like these professional athletes and give your give yourself a chance to start dealing with this stuff when you're ready. So don't deal with really nasty issues right out of the gate. Now, some of you say, well, I want to get it out of the way. Well, yeah, you might want to get it out of the way. But remember, you want to be effective, not just reactive. So deal with these issues when you're ready. Number 11. Now, this is something that is going to hit you, and it may hit you kind of hard, is, and this is something you probably have not really heard from people talk about, but you're fooling yourself if you think that you're going to perform at peak performance all day long. So I want you to think about something a little bit different here. Now, what we really want to be is at optimal performance, which means we're good all during the day and we're performing at a level all during the day. We're just not good for one hour or we're just not good for two hours. I mean, if you want to get the most out of your day, you're good all day long. So I want you to stop thinking about peak performance. Now, peak performance has its place. So example, if I was going to go to a council meeting, if I was a leader and I was going to go to the council meeting present tonight, I want to be at peak, right? And and during that period of time, I want to be at that peak performance. See, LeBron James and, and them and all those athletes, they, they prepare themselves for that three-hour peak performance. And so what they do is they get themselves ready and then they're at peak for that period of time. But in reality, it's hard to stay at peak for eight hours a day. So what you want to do to get the most out of your day is to begin to perform at an optimal level all day long. So if you want to, it's, it's kind of like, let, let me give you this example. Like, um, I'm going to use Navy SEALs. Now, I'm not one, never been one. Uh, I don't even know if I've ever known one. Yeah, I've probably known a couple. And those are very special people, no doubt about it. And what they do is, when they're doing their raids or they're doing their uh, executing their mission, they want to be at peak for that period of time, but they have to be at optimal most of the day. So think about it when they're in training, when they're in the surf, they're doing this thing. And I've read a bunch of SEAL books and seen it on TV where they're in the surf. Now they're trying to get them to drop the course. So they're, the waves are just, they're laying down in the sand and the freaking waves are just coming over and they're freezing like all night, they stay for hours like that. Now, it takes someone in optimal performance to be able to make it through that period of time, not someone who wants to peak for five minutes and then like, you know, worry about the rest. What really happens is, is they're at optimal. They're performing at their optimal level and it really makes them stay 
and deal with the issues that they're facing in terms of the cold and the wet and all that stuff. So they want to be optimal for a long period of time. It's the same thing you want to be. You want to be optimal all day long. That's how you get the most out of your day, not just being peak for a couple of hours. So we want you to start working at your optimal level. Now, number 12, and this is going to be kind of the last point, and I take this from the Navy SEALs, is you've got to find a way to recharge yourself. Now, during the day, you're going to be dealing with issues that are going to kind of stress you and put you at this level where it just increases your intensity, it increases your cortisol, it increases your anxiety, it increases others. You've got to find a way to recover. You've got to find a way to get the chemicals in your brain to kind of flowing in your way. So you got to take time, even if it's short bursts during the day, where you got to kind of recover. And, you know, if you're in a high-stress job, there's no way you go eight hours in a high-stress job because it will just burn you out. If if you look at burnout from people, it's not because they're not good workers. It's just that they're, the days are so taxing and they're just like they were before. They don't really see an end to anything good. And so what people tend to do is just deal with this stuff uh, all day long and they burn out before you know it because they're not recovering during the day. Now, I took this from the Navy SEALs and, and I was doing some study on them and I, I said, well, what makes them be able to be at an optimal performance and how do they recover during the day? And one of the things they do, and this may sound very simplistic, is they just do a breathing exercise called box breathing. So I want you to imagine this box. So you see four corners of the box. There's like a left top, then a right top, a left bottom, and a right bottom. If you just look straight ahead, and like there's a box. And what they do is they breathe through their nose. They do box breathing. They breathe through their nose for four seconds, and then they exhale for four, four seconds as they're going to the next box. So they breathe in through their nose for four seconds, and they breathe, exhale for four, and then get to the next box, take another breath, and then they touch every corner. And they do that for just a few minutes, and it really starts to calm the brain down. It's kind of strange, but when you oxygenate, oxygenate yourself, you have a tendency to reduce your stress, like it settles your whole body now. So you need to do that. So practice breathing or controlling yourself. Another one that I used to try to do to help myself recover is just take a few minutes to close the door and kind of talk to yourself. Now, I'm not talking about talk out loud and say, boy, I need to pick up my game. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about self-talk. Take a moment to kind of self-talk, either close the door and do it in your office, or if you have one of those jobs where you're going to be driving to the next meeting or out, take that time to recover during those next meetings. Don't make a call. Don't try to do texting while you're driving. Take a minute to recover. The next thing I want you to do is to put your phones down. So put your phones down and just block out kind of everybody and everything for just a few minutes. And that's a good time to try that kind of box breathing. Now, why am I asking you to do this? Because number one, you're not in a race. It's not, you know, eight o'clock in the morning until five o'clock in the afternoon. If you work at a race pace, you're going to burn yourself out. So you've got to slow down and you've got to be able to control yourself And you've got to give yourself the best opportunity, if you will, to be the best that you possibly can be. So let's recap really quickly. We're not going to go through these all again, but let's just talk about mindset. 
Give yourself a chance to have the best mindset during the day. Wake up early enough to where you're not going to be just so freaking rushed. Get some water on board. This hydrates you. Make sure you got something to eat, if you will, to start your day to get the most out of your day. If you work out, find that physical exercise to be able to do it. Resist that early morning reading things just from the beginning. You know, those bad things, those bad emails are going to put you in a bad mood. I have found this to be true when it comes to my workplace. If somebody makes me mad in the morning, it generally takes me a half a day to get over it. And that's just the way it is. Why is that? Because those those chemicals, cortisol, those things that make us nervous, anxious, mad, angry, they get dumped into our system and it takes a while to get them out. So don't deal with all these issues that make you crazy early in the morning. So prepare yourself before you go into these meetings. Take this from the, the athletes. Give yourself an opportunity to get ready for your meetings. You know, make sure you do that. Don't take on the really tough stuff till you're ready to do that. And then give yourself some time during the day to recover. Folks, this has been the first part of the three-part series on how do you get yourself ready for the day? How do you get yourself make the most out of every single day? Hope you've enjoyed it. Our next part is going to be how do we get the most out of others? And then we're going to do the other part on how do we get the most out of our team or organization. You know, folks, it's been great to be with you today on this podcast. Hope you've enjoyed it. Can't wait till next time. Thank you again for listening to Leaders, Helping Leaders Network, Straight Talk on Leadership, episode number 50. Wow, amazing to get to number 50. And the only way you can do it is because of you. Folks, thank you. Until next time, I'm Dean Chris. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. We have officially rolled out the Leaders Helping Leaders Network online e-learning accelerator class. Be sure to sign up for the early bird special price of $397. Be one of the first 100 students to register, and you will also get three bonuses with the early bird deal. You can sign up for this course at www.e.lhln.org. Again, that's www.e.lhln.org. Sign up, grab your laptop, and get ready to change your life.